Hey everybody, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. This is going to be episode number two. We had our first eviction tonight, the first casualty. What's your initial thoughts? The Big Brother season has started. It's uh, it's exciting. I feel horrible. Poor Travis. Ah, he had such promise. The kid had such promise, and uh, you know he went home way too early. Way too early. He, Didn't even did. get his hands in the game. He did, and it's unfortunate because there are a lot of people who have a lot of promise. Uh, who knows what they would have become if they had some time. This happens every season, but unfortunately, it's part of the game, and only one person ultimately will win the grand prize, and unfortunately, it will not be Travis. No, it will not be Travis. I feel like that first week, so like, it could be the smallest thing to cause the, the target to shift your way, and it didn't seem like this week was projecting him being the first one to go home. He was promised the safety right off the rip when Frenchie won that first part of the comp. He promised the safety to Travis, and then he talked to him again in the house, and I don't know. It just it, it, it went wrong quick, and I don't even think he was able to really grasp it. Nope, nope. It comes at you fast, man. These weeks yeah. are like years to yeah. human life. So yeah. for anyone who doesn't know who we are, I am Derek Lavasser. And I'm Cody Calafuri. We were the hitmen back in 16. Uh, I won that season. Cody won season 22. And every week, we're going to be coming to you guys, both in audio and in video, with a recap of the week and also... Something that we're going we're gonna to tease right now, uh, it's going to be our list for the week, but we're going to give the name and everything later. We, you definitely want to check that out. We think it's pretty good. We're proud of it. We spent a lot of time on yeah. it. So stay tuned. That's going to be coming up about halfway through the show. But each week, we're going to start from the beginning of the week from the last episode, which is Frenchie's HOH. So Frenchie wins HOH. Then we have the wild card competition, right? Yeah, the wild card competition, which is it's something that I, it's not going to be going on every single week. No. I think it's going to be the first twist. four weeks. Um, and it just, it throws a wrench in, in the HOH's plans. I think it's going to happen every single week. And the craziest thing that I saw about this competition was that not only does the person win the safety for themselves, but they can spin and win safety for their entire team. One to three players can be named safe for the week on that team. Yeah. Which- I was seeing something, I was seeing something on the feeds where they're thinking that the power might be a different power every week. So you could have something next week where, um, instead of like being keep keeping people safe, it might be someone you could put you know two people you can put on the block, Third one person. Nominee. Yeah, save somebody. I I, I would that'd love be crazy, that. right? Because it wouldn't just add that safety where it's like, oh, I'm gonna win and be safe. It's like, oh, I'm gonna have some power, and it makes people have to play a yes. little bit more. Well, and, they don't know what's coming. Yeah, it. I, I mean, I gotta be honest with you. I like it. I like the team aspect. I like seeing how it played out. Um, and I like this competition. Now, I'll tell you right now, as someone that played in a season with these safety comps, if it is safety every week, I didn't like it as a player. Oh, Especially no. as an HOH. It no, was no, not it's fun. not. It's not fun. No twist is fun. When you're HOH, you just want it to be easy going. Put two people up. Have one of the people you put up go home. No one wins the veto. Nothing like that. And um, this is the game. And, and, and honestly, Frenchie really got the big brother experience all in one week because he had a lot of things go south. As he said in the episode, his initial target, the initial meathead, that's his words. Uh, it was quick a Christian. And uh, unfortunately for Frenchie, and this is always the way it happens. It's so crazy. People, that's why, the, the crazy thing is, this is why people think that the show gets rigged because all of a sudden it's like, well, I wanted to target this person. Great, they won the competition. It's they, so it always happens. wild. And just spoiler, guys, it's not rigged. This it's is just not. how the Big Brother game happens. It's how stuff unfolds. And I feel like it's why we love the show. 100%. It's, it's so cool. 
And you're you never know? out of it until you're really out of it. And that's and that you know Christian, if he didn't win, he might have he might have gone on the block and he he, yeah. he might have gone home. And the interesting thing about it, and you just kind of said it a few minutes ago, is Christian wins the the wild card competition, so he's safe. He spins that wheel we were talking about. He could have yep. kept up to I think to three people safe yeah. if he had spun number team. three, but he only got one, and he chose to keep Xavier safe for the week. Well, yeah. our early pick at the beginning, our last yeah. episode. As we far love as gonna Xavier. Go We're going to get a little bit more into it uh, in the later segment of uh, of the podcast. Uh, but I, th- I think it was cool. I think he saved him saving Xavier does a lot for him. You know, it does. One, you're saving a team member, which is great and all, but other members of your team can be nominated, and that's a way to really solidify or create relationships with people in the house. I think exactly. it, I think it's cool, and Xavier's. And it- definitely a good person to have a good relationship with and and for the most part everyone likes xavier so nobody yeah. looks at that move and goes why'd you save him you know right. like he's you know everyone oh that's that's x that's x he's cool you know what i mean he's all right, right. that's a good save the good thing about it too it kind of protects them a little bit is you can only save people on your team so true like there's always going to be an answer well i'm just saving one of my teammates you know i'm just saving one of my teammates i, I didn't know about your plans and you also just get to, you know, whether you're saving somebody that possibly could have went home that week or you're just trying to build that relationship to further yourself in the game. It's cool. I like it. I thought it was good to save Xavier because I think Xavier ha- has good relationships with people. And if he's on your side, that could be a good thing. Small move in the beginning might pay off in the end. And, and Christian gave a good reasoning reason behind saving Xavier, which was there's a conversation in the show earlier where he's sitting down with his teammates and his teammates are, I believe, Whitney and who is the other one? I'm going through my list here. So on Christian's team, you have Xavier, Sarah, and, and Alyssa. Alyssa. And from what Christian was saying, and they showed the conversation, um, Sarah and Alyssa were promised safety by yeah. Frenchie. Yep. So the way Christian looked at it is, hey, the only people who didn't get promised safety were me and and Xavier, so I'm right. going to save him, and then my whole team safe. So right. smart, smart that he remembered right. that conversation. So um, just a little, a little bit on that. So for those of you guys that obviously what we're going based off of with that was Frenchie had a relationship, um, had a conversation with pretty much all the women in the house, and said, "I'm not putting a woman up this week, and a woman is not going home on my HOH." So that's right. That's where that comes from. And then Alyssa relayed that information to Christian, so he made the the smart move to be like, "Okay, well I'm safe. I'm going to save the other guy in this." In this That's group. right. Yeah. Smart move. Good big brother. And, uh, you know, we'll get into Christian later as far as how we think he's doing as a player. Um, but that was pretty much that. So Christian's yeah. safe. Xavier's safe. Also uh, safe is the rest of Frenchie's team, which we established last, last week was yep. um, the Jokers, which is Aza, Brittany, and Derek F. So the yep. list of people that Frenchie can choose from is dwindling by the day. And yeah. so, at the you know, regardless of how many people you get to choose from, you got to make some choices, and Frenchie right. did. Um, he gives his HOH speech. We can, you can. I want you to weigh in on that. But he ends up nominating Kyland and Alyssa. What do you think about the nominations? And what did you think about this uh, big fish? Uh, I had a dream speech. Um, it was <laughs> bizarre to say the least. I mean, those are <laughs> yeah, those really are was. the speeches that you see a little bit later in the game. It's like there's a big fish in the house in the first week. Granted, now I don't want to. I want to kind of get into his breakdown of why he started. He immediately walked in the house and wanted to target the meatheads. Understandable. People come into. I, granted, the the phrasing is is a little bizarre, but like calling them meatheads, it's like he wants to go after athletic people that could be good yeah. in comps. Yeah. I've said this so many times. 
I think the version of what people call comp beast is so misguided in the game of Big Brother. Now, there are people that are like really athletic and good at comps, but then there's people that don't maybe have the look of a big muscle-bound person but are extremely smart, great under pressure, and will do much better than the people that literally are just like the bra. True, true. And so, but needless to say, Frenchie came in, he wanted to target the meatheads. Yes. And so... And so that's that was his goal. And again, he couldn't choose Christian. So his 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 rationale behind Kylan was a little a little weird. He basically said he wanted he could trust him and he wanted to put him up there because he could compete in the veto. And I I don't yeah. obviously think he completely trusted him or he wouldn't have put him up there. No, exactly. And then Alyssa, Alyssa, the reasoning for Alyssa was he thought that he saw a showman's developing between Alyssa and Christian. So his rationale was, if I can't get Christian, I'll get his right hand. Which I, I, I don't disagree with that. That's good big brother rationale. That's good. That's, uh, that's a good play. Except for when you promise that person safety and you told them and other people in front of her, I'm not nominating a woman this week. So every other woman who heard this spiel is now looking eyebrow up. What just happened? Why did she get nominated? And it essentially, the speech said, you're my target. Not, Kylan, you're the pawn. Alyssa, I'm going after a big fish, fish, which isn't you. So now it makes everybody in the house go, okay, who's the other big fish? And it makes Alyssa go, okay, so I'm the target then. It was was a lot. in In so many ways, that first nomination can be so simple or it can be so complicated. And he made it it very complicated. Well, as you said, the rationale behind the nomination right. for Alyssa was good. However, the execution was not. And right. the reason why the execution wasn't is very shortly after we see in the show that Christian and Alyssa go to Frenchie and basically convince him that there is no showmance between them. And Frenchie himself says, I'm, I might have screwed up here. So the yeah. whole reasoning for putting her up, um, now you like her. She's like a sister to you. Yeah. And now you're... Now you're second guessing the idea that they may be in a showmance, which from what I've seen, they're really not. So he he, he definitely misread that one. Flirty. Yes. They're young and they're flirty. And he probably is just, he's a little bit older. He's a family guy. He's married with kids. And so he probably is, is a little more recluded from that type of like young kind of touchy feely stuff. And so he immediately points to it as a showmance, which it's not. And you know, I, I think even taking everything else into consideration how easily Frenchie goes to something and how quickly he goes to it and then how easily he's kind of swayed back away from it. Like it just took them walking up to him saying, we're not a showman, we're friends. And he was like, I made a mistake. Same way <laughs> with Brent. He was like, I'm going after meatheads. You're one of my targets. And then he had a conversation with Brent and this is, this is a real guy. He's a nice guy. He's a good guy. And then he backtracks and goes, well, I'm not going after Brent. It's just, you <laughs> yeah. don't want to be doing that a lot, especially in the first week when it, dude, there's a lot of people. I will say this though. It's it's not necessarily the same because there aren't that many people to pick from because when you take away his team, that's three players off the table. You take right. away the two, five people are off the block in the first week. That's like having to nominate deep in the game early on. Yeah. And so it is tough. It's tough. It, it's but not easy. I don't know. I think it, he went he he did a lot. He and it, bouncing around. You don't want other people to start noticing it and I think that's what's happening. Yeah, and we're again, guys, we're we're teasing the hell out of it here. We're going to get into these individual players more in depth in in the later part of this episode. We're just giving you the overview, overview, so we're all caught up. We're all on the same page. Yep. But you know, so 
He's convinced that this isn't a showmance now, and now he needs a backdoor option. And right. he, he sets his sights on Derek X. Derek right. X is kind of, you know, getting along with everybody. He knows Derek X kind of has some other alliances going on. There's a brief conversation that shows in the show where Frenchie calls him out, and then two minutes later, Derek X is basically owning up to the fact yeah. that he maybe did have an alliance. So going into this veto competition, uh, Frenchie's backdoor plan is to take Alyssa or Kyland off and put Derek X on the block. That's the plan. How does that mm-hmm. veto competition go down, though? <laughs> like it always does in the Big Brother house, which is why this show is the greatest. Derek X walks into the competition. Not not only, they did a perfect job. Well, big shout out to the production. They, it, they edit this so incredibly. He talks about Derek X. He talks about Travis being mentioned by Derek X as the person that he could be in alliance with. And he goes, worst case scenario, these two names get picked. And who gets picked by one of the nominees? He right. Travis gets picked, and then Derek X just gets drawn. And it's like, it's like, thank you. That's just TV gold. TV yeah, gold. But you gotta, you gotta put up. You gotta put yep. up. And Derek X did. Derek, Derek X. Derek X won. Kudos to him. He knew yeah. he was the backdoor target. As you Pressure. see, I think you just mentioned it. Brent, Brent gave him a heads up. Brent went to him and said, "Listen, you're on my team. It's not looking good for you." You need to win this veto. And that is something that you mentioned earlier that I think is so underrated. Yeah, you can be physically fit or intelligent. Right. Totally. A lot of people that are physically fit, fit and intelligent go into these competitions and they do horrible because mm-hmm. it's that clutch gene. It's the ability knowing that there's going to be millions of people watching this. Yeah. And this could be you going home. This could be a $750,000 competition. Yep. And uh, to your point, he, Chris, he, he uh, clutched up. Derek X has that gene. He's got that yeah. clutch gene so and, far. And you and I can talk about that because you and I know – these comps, the nerves are crazy, and they can overwhelm you and take it over. It could take right. over you doing – you could be great, and it's different because, again, Derek and I both played high-level athletics growing up into our older age. It's not the same. No. It's not the same. It's a pressure no. cooker like something we have, I've never dealt with. We have 4 million with. people watching. Yeah, and it's and, – and it's, there wasn't – like $500,000 on the line for us, $750,000 on the life line. Life-changing life yeah. amount of money. These nerves in these competitions are very difficult. And the good thing is he didn't crack under the pressure. And now like confidence comes and that could be dangerous moving forward. Yeah. Cause he, feels he knows he can get now. off. He knows he can get himself off the block. So, yeah. so again, yeah. Sorry for your Frenchie. Another guy, yeah. another target. <laughs> He's now safe. Derek X wins the veto competition. He is safe for the week. Yeah. And now Frenchie's scrambling. He doesn't really yeah. know what to do. He, you know, he had made a promise to uh, Travis earlier in the week, right at night one, that if he mm-hmm. had won the HOH, he wasn't going to put up anybody that was in his group. So Travis thinks he's safe. Uh, but unfortunately, in the Big Brother house, nothing is guaranteed. Yep. Derek X decides to use the veto on himself, forcing Frenchie to nominate another house guest. Mm-hmm. And Frenchie chooses Travis. So yep. going into tonight on the block was Alyssa mm-hmm. and Travis up for mm-hmm. eviction. Yeah. And uh, it, it was it was tough because granted, Travis was someone that I felt could could if if he you know, got in his groove and actually got to, you know, sink his teeth into the game could have been good. Could have been good. He's social. He's very intelligent. Could have been someone that did well in this game, but you see it all the time in week one, the best player in the show could possibly go home and you just never get to find out. It's crazy because, well, we know he's smart. It's so hectic. Yeah. We know he's smart, but that first week is, is crazy. And you saw it, you see it all the time because the first season, the first week they come in like, guns blazing like everybody wants to be the best big brother player of all time 
in that first week. And so you can, you have this chaos and it's yep. crazy. And there's so much, so much stuff going on. So many deals being made, so many alliances uh, yeah. being started. And I mean, we can touch on that quick. We're not going to go too in depth in it, but over yeah. the last couple episodes, We've seen the development of a couple alliances, one being the cookout. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk and, about and we, the ones that have only been mentioned in the live show. Yeah, because, again, there's a lot of other – listen, we're not in comp- – there's a lot of yeah. shows that do in-depth reviews on yeah. all the little side alliances. We don't know them all, um, but we've heard the cookout. We've heard the slaughterhouse. Yep. Um, there's, like, a subsidiary group of the slaughterhouse you were telling me, the butchers. Yeah, the butchers. I don't even, that wasn't even mentioned on the, wasn't on the mentioned, show yet. But that's why we'll only talk about the stuff that was on the show. Yep. So that you and then guys, the girls' can, alliance, yeah. the girls' I'm sorry, alliance. I cut you off. No, yeah. no, no. You're good. You're good. The girls' alliance, and then you want to mention the last one. Yeah. The, the, so you have the girls' alliance, and then you had Frenchie in this episode tonight, which I think it's important to to put out there. Is you know he makes his slaughterhouse alliance, and then he tries to go to the other side of the house, which is mostly girls, predominantly girls, and it's Aza, Tiffany, Claire. They're sitting there, and he's like, "Listen, we should get together. It should be all you girls, and me." And the girl's like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And then they rip them. They absolutely rip them in the diary room. This is my favorite stuff that goes on in the Big Brother house. One of my favorites. When when they do this and they show the convo and then not everybody's on board and they get in the DR and just lay into it. I think now, granted, because these girls. So think about the names that he just that Derek just mentioned. Claire, Tiffany, Hannah, Aza. These girls, every single one of them love know the game of Big Brother are aware of the game of Big Brother, and they see, and they've all been hearing little little whispers that are going on in the house. These girls are like, Frenchie, we we know you ain't the first group that we've come to. Right. We're going we're gonna to have some fun with this one. Because right. Because you don't say no. In the Big Brother house, we know the rule. If someone comes to an alliance. You say yes. <laughs> you don't say no. no. You just say yes. And then you laugh about it afterwards. We did it all the time. We had we had stuff like that coming to us, and we were like, yeah, The sure. rationale. Yeah. Yeah, the rationale that got messed up the next week. The uh, what were those Trace Amigos with L- Zach? L- yeah, L- LTA, Yeah, yeah. We were like, yeah, sure, of course, Zach. We're gonna we're gonna be in the alliance until we have to send you home. So you don't say no. And the girls, I think they had a little bit of fun with it, and you like seeing some of that fun kind of get played out in the in the live show. Yeah, no, it, it was good. And and listen, these alliances, some of them are gonna come and go. Um, some of them are bigger alliances. The slaughterhouse is a pretty big alliance, and there's yeah. some people in there that don't really get along. So I don't know how that's going to work out. And this whole uh, Frenchie and the girls, which was known as the French kisses. Mm. um, I don't think that's going to work out um, very long either. So we're going into the eviction night. Uh, Travis and Alyssa are on the block. And unfortunately, Travis is evicted 11 to two. Mm -hmm. Um, The rogue votes, I believe were Derek F. And I want to say Tiffany, Tiffany. Yeah, I believe Tiffany. So um, kind of makes sense about this. Yeah. What do you? I, I couldn't wait to get your take on this. I, I'm not a huge fan of these like rogue votes just getting thrown. I don't see a purpose with them. What do you think about that? Well, TV wise, love it. I yeah. hate the unanimous vote, but when we played, I hated the unanimous vote because it created paranoia. Yeah. Because if they don't, you know, we had a big alliance and I wanted us to stick together as long as we could, which I knew mm-hmm. wouldn't be forever. But I knew if there was a rogue vote that we didn't anticipate, we would start questioning each other. Mm-hmm. So the unanimous vote when you're in there is really relieving because you know that everyone it truly is on the same page. Right. But if someone votes out of order, then you're like, hmm, which one of these guys shouldn't I trust or girls shouldn't I trust? Mm-hmm. And, and it starts it, it creates more paranoia than there already is in the house. So I don't love it when I'm in there. Mm-hmm. But for TV purposes, I like it. It'll be interesting to see 
why Derek F or Tiffany threw it. I'm sure some of the live feeders that are watching us right now or listening to us, they might know this might have been planned. Yeah. So it, it was Frenchie had talked to Tiffany about it. So I had seen this on the feeds when I was doing like my, my, my scanning of stuff that was going on. He talked to Tiffany about it. They wanted to pin it on Derek X. Okay. Now I'm not a hundred percent sure what, what, how Derek F got, brought into this or why he did it or if he did it on his own because yeah, he could have been just rogue enzo did that on your yeah season. that's what i was just gonna say like enzo was just, but enzo was doing it for like fun he was like i'm just gonna vote the other way just right. to, you know have some fun and you know that could be what Derek f is doing i don't know if they talked about it i don't know the rogue votes obviously can cause a paranoia but i don't unless you like have a your it's a calculated reason and like like how they were going to pin it on Derek x i just don't see the game what 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 purpose it serves. But if they can do that, it would work because I know everyone knows Derek X and Travis were close because right. they could have thrown him a rogue vote. And so they probably will. You always run yourself a risk when you do that though, because now you got to stick with that lie all season. Right. And you got to remember that nobody right. knows or right. if more than one person, right. this is something we always say. I always say even before big brother, if more than one person knows, it's not a secret. Yeah. And so if one other person knows you through that rogue vote, eventually that person who's your confidant, who's your friend this week or your alliance member, later in the game could use that against you to get you out. Right. So Frenchie, Tiffany have this conversation. Frenchie say, say this next week isn't going Frenchie's way. And he's like, well, I talked to Tiffany about throwing the rogue vote and she's been lying. And then somebody comes to her and is like, you lied to me this whole time. That could ruin a relationship she has. That she was really Absolutely. nourishing. So I, I agree, man. I, I don't... Those were the kind of plays I'm way too reserved to make plays like that when I've played the game two times. The only other time, if you do remember, I was a rogue vote once. And that's because everything was you happening so fast on the double eviction. I was like, where are like, we? Wait, who we vote for? Who we vote for? Uh, Nicole. Yeah. Hayden went home, six to one. And everybody's like, who did it? And I was like, uh, me. I, and now, this played right into the whole you know, storyline of like, this kid's clueless and he's an idiot. But hey, <laughs> whatever. What are you going to do? You know? I was like, yeah, nice one, Code. Good thing we had everyone else on you board. You literally turned to me and you go, bro, what are you talking about? We had this conversation. We all talked about it in a group too. And I was like, D, I don't even know. Maybe I was checked out right now. I don't nah, know, Hayden, Hayden, Hayden was dangerous. Hayden, yeah. Hayden was dangerous. He was a great player. He didn't get yeah. a chance to really show his skill set either because he yeah. was someone who could, who could definitely do something. Well, he trusted damage. the wrong people. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Shout out, Hayden. Shout <laughs> yeah, out, Yeah, I Hayden. love Hayden. Um, all right, so so – so Travis goes home. They have the HOH competition. They had some technical difficulties tonight, but they got it done. And it's kind of a a chance. It's just a game of chance. There's really no skill in this. You're hitting a ball into the shark's mouth, and uh, it doesn't some not something that takes a lot of yeah. skill. Clearly, I won this competition on my season. Clearly, it doesn't take a lot of skill. Um, and our boy, <laughs> our boy Kyland, our boy Kyland takes takes down the HOH. It's like, and again, I know, I, I mean, I guess this could be the theme of the episode. I just love Kylan on the block, nominated, gets taken off the block and wins the next week HOH. Like this, it, that's why I feel like people think it's scripted. It's just not, it's, and this was as, as lucky as it gets. It's just a putt and hope for the best because you and I both know when these comps, you can practice all you want. The, the wood, the ramp that they're hitting it on for those guys out there, it's not even like a level. Yeah. It's got all these like, so you're not even really learning. It's almost like a golf course for anyone who's putted. Like the grass, the grass will look level, but when you get up close or you hit the golf ball, you'll see that it kind of goes back and forth and you got to read the, you know, yeah. the greens. Yeah. And so the same thing is with this board. If you're one of the first people to go, you got to, you got to watch that the other people behind you because mm -hmm. 
if you don't get that chance, you might not know the way that the ramp is leaning right. or whatever. Sometimes they give them practice rounds like the day before. We had yeah. that on this competition. Yeah, we had it, but what they do in the they pra- did. it's like they give us a practice round, and then when you get in the competition, it's like the practice round times a thousand with a bunch of obstacles. So you're like, thank you for the practice. That essentially does nothing. So it's a chance. Yeah. And Kylan won. Yeah, it's a chance. And I'm Kylan pretty happy about it. it. I got to tell you, I am too. I love. I, I don't know what it was. I keep mentioning this. I feel like Kyland, I don't know why or where this comes from, and you maybe you're going to laugh at me. It is what it is. I feel like so connected to this guy in a way where He's I've never dude. met him in my life. He's just so incredibly likable. Like when he went on the block and they showed his, they zoomed in on his face. I was like, it bothered me. Then all of a sudden he comes down, he starts to break down. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, like trying, I'm like turning away from Christy. I'm like, what's happening right now? Am I like getting to? He's just such a likable guy. I couldn't be happier that he now, after what he went through in that week, because it was definitely t- it's tough going on the block, tough going on the block first week. It's nice to be saved, and it's exhilarating to save yourself. And that's what he did yep. with this HOH. And so I, nice I, I'm really happy. The following week, yeah, I'm really happy. I love it. I think it's awesome. Well, it was his birthday this week, so happy yeah, birthday, happy Kylan. Birthday. That's a pretty damn good present. So yes, sir. Uh, you know, happy birthday to Kylan. You're now in charge now. It's time for you to do something with it. But that kind of catches us up to where we are now in the yep. show and in, in the episodes. The feeds are probably back on as we're recording this. Yep. We recorded this on Thursday nights right after the show. So now we're going to transition to something we're going to be doing every single week, which is going to allow us to get into some more detail about each individual house guest. And it's going to give you a, an idea, an insight into our minds as far as where we would rank these players. And how we're going to do it is something we're calling the hit list. This is how the hit list works. When Cody and I were playing, you didn't want to be at the top of our hit list because if you were, that means we felt you were a threat. That means we felt you were playing a pretty good game. So with the hit list that you guys are going to hear or see every single week, the person at the top of the list is who we believe is playing at the highest level at that particular point. So on this list, it pays to be number one, but you know, at the same time, it makes you a bigger threat to people in the house if they're reading you the way we are. Correct. And it's a good thing to be on it out here. It's not a good thing to be on it in there because we were you. You were incredible at it. This is something that in the first go round, I was just young. You were great at determining like trajectory, who needed to go, why they needed to go, and it's something that carried through with me to the All Star season. I was using that same exact logic, and so I think this li- the hit list. It's a list you want to be on, but not noticed on. Yeah, absolutely. And again, listen, if you're at the bottom of the hit list. That's not good either because that means in our eyes um, you're not having a very good time in the Big Brother house at this point. And, and, and as far as if the season played out tomorrow, um, you're not going to win. So you, we're going to adjust each week based on what we're seeing on the feeds, what we're seeing on the show, um, what we're seeing on social media. And it, the list will, without a doubt, change. This is our first crack at it. This is really based off just one week of gameplay, which doesn't mm-hmm. give you a ton. But I do think there's some dynamics developing in there. So we have mm-hmm. a – I think we feel pretty good about our at least our top five, right? Yeah, our top – I like our top five. Um, and then everything else. And it's going to change. Like you just said, it's going to change. It could change tonight as this HOH gets start, starts to get played out. Something could happen and some information could be brought to light and it could change. But this is where we feel each of these players are at the moment. So – Absolutely. Hit us off with it. Hit us us with number one. Number Number one one on the hit list. Now, again, this is this person, in our opinion, is in the best position in the house at this point. So number one is a good thing. So who is it? Number one on the hit list. We have Claire. 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 Derek. 
Let them know. Yeah, Claire, Claire is, in my opinion, playing the best game right now. I was telling Cody when we were going over our list, we do this list together. Um, Claire is in the best position because we all know Claire is a super fan. We all know she's very familiar with the game of Big Brother. We know she's super intelligent. She's an artificial intelligence engineer, so she ain't no dummy. And what I'm noticing, every time I tune into the feeds or even on the show, Claire's involved in a lot of important conversations, but she's never the one leading those conversations. And I always went in there with, you want to be part of the snake, but never the head of the snake. Mm-hmm. Because usually if, if two alliances are going to go after each other, they're going to go after the leader. So I always see her sitting there absorbing information, giving some insight, some input here and there, but never being too overt. And I think based on her skill set, her level of intelligence, her knowledge of the game, coupled with the social game that she's displaying, at least up to this point, yep. um, she she is definitely in a position to go very deep in this game. I'd yeah. be shocked if Claire went home early. And, and right now, Claire just got put in a very good situation because even though she lost the teammate, one of her teammates just won the HOH. So That's she right. good is point. now receiving safety for this whole week, which, like we say, guys, you, something that you want to understand as a viewer, a week in the house is like two to three weeks. Just in in, in relation what to can the happen. amount of conversations, what can happen, forming relationships, burning relationships. And so she's in a week right now that is crucial because she's on a team that's safe. She's not the one that's the HOH, so she doesn't get the blood on her hands from the nominations. And she gets to have these conversations where she's included in what Kylan's going to go through, hopefully, but also nourishing those relationships when you're not under pressure and nervous that you can possibly get put on the block. It's a good position to be in really good. And, and that, and that definitely figured into our, the rest of our list tonight, as you mm-hmm. will tell, because Claire, as you just said, she's safe for the week and included being safe in that list is going to be Tiffany and Kylan, who obviously won HOH. Correct. Travis was also part of that team, but he went home. So right. I think I, we both feel confident about Claire. Yeah. She could go deep in the game. Why don't you, uh, why don't you hit him with number two? Oh, you uh, got something else for it? I, I was going to say also, I think that Claire, in that veto comp, would have finished in an instant. Oh yeah, she she's gonna she's gonna be a comp beast. You were talking about someone. I don't know how athletic she is yet, but she, when it comes to like puzzles yeah. or stuff like that, you I don't think have she's to run a hundred laps or do a hundred pull ups. You don't have. I think to she's be dominate it. Crazy athletic to be a comp piece in the house, yeah. which we've seen. And she might be. Yeah. she might be. We we've don't seen know it all the time. But I will say this. We have to see how she does under pressure. Correct. You know, she hasn't been under pressure yet. It's so early. So again, it could change a lot. We saw what happened with Frenchie with with a little pressure. So, yep. you know, he did good in those first couple competitions. But and we're we'll get into Frenchie. But yep. very interested to see what Claire does. She has the potential to be a really good player. Yeah. Number two on the hit list, we have Xavier, somebody that Derek and I initially started off. We were we were we were crushing on this guy a little bit. Good looking guy, nice smile, really athletic. Going to be friendly with the guys. Going to be friendly with the girls. And we're seeing it play out right in front of us in, in, in the show. A little bit behind the scenes stuff too. He's just in a lot of good alliances. He has a lot of good relationships. And a lot of people trust him, one, and like him. They're, they don't fear him. And that's a good position to be in. He's included, like you said about Claire, in a lot of conversations. But he's not the guy that's like driving or talking over people or trying to push his opinion. And one thing I really liked that he did, he was talking to Frenchie. And he said to Frenchie, he like set the conversation up perfectly. And you could kind of tell where he's at and then how Frenchie reacted, kind of where Frenchie's at in the game. He talks to Frenchie, goes, listen, you know, you and me, how I feel about us. I want to go to the end of the game with you. 
And then he talked about, I don't think, you know, trying to get the veto to not be used and stir up the house would be good for you. I don't want you to blow up your game. And Frenchie reacted to him and said, are you threatening me? And he was just giving him like very good, like you could tell his game sense, his his wheels are turning. And mm-hmm. Frenchie just wasn't even hearing it. He took it as a threat to a guy that is talking very good. He, he's speaking very clearly about how he wants to relate to him, how he wants to work with him. And then let me help you here. And Frenchie just wasn't having it. But Xavier's a good one. I like Xavier a lot. He's good. He's a sounding board. I put out a tweet about that very conversation you're talking about because he basically took he, – I just said, if you want to know how you play Big Brother, watch the conversation with Xavier and Frenchie right now. That's how it's done, folks. Yeah. Because it really was. He 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 could have chopped right back at him yeah. and barked at him and said, no, I'm not threatening you, but if you want it to be a threat, yeah. it can be. Yeah. But he's like, no, nah, you know, not nah, Frenchie, relax. Yeah. But, he, you know, he's trying to be a sounding board for everyone. I saw him. You know, Alyssa was breaking down in the episode. He's rubbing her back. Yeah. He's just kind of like the shoulder to cry on, the big brother, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. And that's what you want to be very early on. You want to establish a relationship that's deeper than game level because mm. it's a lot harder to nominate your friend than it is to nominate an alliance member. And he's trying to become Correct. friends based in, and have these relationships based on something personal mm-hmm. that will carry outside the house as opposed to just being game related. So I really yeah. like Xavier. think he could go far. I think that was Ultimately, a great point you just made. You just made an absolutely the, incredible point about harder to nominate your friend. Yeah. Brilliant. Because a lot of people miss that when they go in the house. They think that, oh, I'm going to form these alliances and this is what's going to carry me to the game. And then people turn on their alliance for their friends. That's right. And so, I mean, you and I had the best of both worlds. We were boys and we were in an alliance. So it was yeah. perfect for us. But I, a lot I think of our conversations were about our family, not yeah. about the game. Exactly. We talked very little about moves. We just said, hey, this is what we're doing this week. Yeah. I remember the Caleb decision, which was super hard for us. It was one conversation on the hammock. On the hammock. We, yep. And we were like, Victoria, Caleb are up there. What are we doing? And we are like, dude, Caleb's the only one that could beat us in the final comp. But I don't think he would. I said, yeah, but he has a better chance than Victoria. Yep. Like, yeah, he's got to go. And you were like, yeah, like, he's got to yep. go. And we he's walked away. And that was it. But that's why we were able to have these conversations smoothly because I knew so much, you know, Granted, I didn't know your profession, but I knew a lot True. about your family. True. None of that was fake. Nope, and, it was all and, real. And the conversation, we weren't talking about your job. Like, you weren't giving me a breakdown of it in detail. It was Yeah, really, we talked very little convos. about the Parks and Rec stuff. Yeah, it was the convos. And I think that was such a great point. Any any future Big Brother listeners, make sure you hold on to that point that Derek just made. Yeah, try to build an emotional connection over yeah. a game-related connection. Because a game-related anything, the excuse that someone will always make is it's Big Brother. You know, promises are made to be broken. You know, as the famous totally. uh, Mike Boogie once said, uh, you can bounce checks in this house. So, you know, so it's one of those things yeah. where, uh, you know, if it's emotional, it's a lot harder to backstab a friend Correct. than it is to vote out an alliance Correct. member. But so I like Xavier in that spot. Again, yep. we got to see a little bit more. There are some people that are catching on. Like they see him as a person yes. who is liked by everyone. That's the only but thing we'll that makes me nervous. Yes. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how yeah. it goes in the weeks to come. But we like him. And we are a little biased because we haven't, we had him uh, winning the game last yeah, week. You so. and me. Let's go. All right, that, but that didn't. We will say this, people, anybody that's listening, anybody that's watching. That's not what went into this. No, it's yeah. not. It's not. But right. I will say this. Future reference. I just thought about something. We're not going to do this over, but mark this. And this is for everybody out there, too. You know what we should do in the future? We should do these in reverse order. We should have it so we start with whoever's last. And so that way they don't get to know who's number one. We just spoiled who's number one already. So we should start at the – do you agree? You're looking at me like, dude, that is so right. How do we miss that? How do we miss that? Right. I was so hyped up about the name and the whole process of it and this segment that I, you know, I got too excited. I, I just, I, I played too hard too fast. 
I overlooked right? such a good. But point. you know what I mean? Like yeah. mental. No, I'm like, man, we really, uh, we kind of gave away the show, right? <laughs> And we're 30 minutes in. I mean, you know, hey, what's the point to watch? We're growing the same. Hey, you guys are growing with us, and I love that. We're here. We're out here learning. Hey, we're podcast professionals. Enjoy this week because (laughs) next week we will start with who's in last place and work our way up so that you have to stick around to find out who we think is in the best place. But I think it is important to see who's in last. Yes, it is, and and the reason why, because it could change. But we do have a little bit of insight for everyone. We're going to get there. So Hit us with number three, D. Hit us with number three. Number three, I really like this player so far, Aza. I really like Aza so far. Aza is playing uh, a good game. Actually, we have I apologize. We, have we changed the list. Yeah. Spoiler, we changed the list. We did have Aza there at one spot, and then we started talking, and actually Cody convinced me of this, and I agree with him. So I kind of just spoiled our next one. We're doing really – we're doing – we're batting 1,000 right we now. Are, uh, we are actually doing incredible. It's Here's the thing. We're not giving away too much. But we're not giving we're giving away a little well, bit, but not the whole cake. For for people who are watching this, there was like three lists. <laughs> yeah, we kept writing I, them out. That's what I literally. If you guys were noticing, I looked. I kind of panicked. You may have seen it on my face. I was like, "That's not the next name that I got to uncensor." <laughs> oh God! And then I looked down. <laughs> that's my boy. Though. That's my boy. Though he didn't correct me. He's like, "No, we're just uh-uh. gonna roll." I want to roll with you, bro. I was about to go into <laughs> editing mode. I was about to be like, "We will not mess this up." <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So the next one up is as Cody said, it's going to be Brent. Um, you had a good point about Brent as far as the point for you, the, the pivotal moment where you're like, this kid can play. What, yeah. what was it? It was, it was when, when, when Frenchie came to them, had a conversation. He walked up to Brent and said, you know, your boy, I'm hearing a lot of things about, about your boy Derek X. Just stay away from him. Brent had such a great response immediately. He was like, well, I can't really stay that far away from him. He's on my team. And then he knew, okay, I don't want to lose a team member, but I also don't want to be really pushy with Frenchie. This is a new relationship. He's the HOH. There's still a replacement that can happen. And he he kind of he deflected mm. the the target from Derek X and said, There's a bigger fish to fry. There's a bigger guy that could be a beast that could be really tough to the both of us. Didn't say, I think you should do this. Said, I think he could be tough to the both of us later in the game. What about Travis? And it kind of hit on hit on uh, Frenchie a little bit where he's like, oh, I, I gave, I promised him safety. And Brent deflected that too. And I thought this kid has the game sense. He knew how to deflect. He didn't just go to him and say, I don't think you should nominate Derek X. He came up there with another target, had reasoning behind that target and presented it in a way where it made Frenchie kind of be like, you're right. We should target Derek X. I'm going to put him up as a replacement and I'm going to get the numbers. And he did a Derek. He kind of gave him something and the Frenchie ran with it like, yes, this is my target. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was mm-hmm. great. It was it was a really good sense of the game. It was a good play by he him. He also made it personal. He was bringing up his dad and, yeah. you know, the, his dad had committed suicide and, you know, that emotional connection. They hugged about it. But yeah, Brent's a low-key dude. He seems like he's going to be good at competitions. Definitely smart, personable, doesn't seem to have any enemies in there. He could be a bigger target down the road, but I'm interested to see what Brent does. He is. His and, name's uh, popping up potential. in convos, but not in convos of the person that won the HOH. So, But then right. again, everybody's name starts popping up early on. That's right. You're, not That's everybody's right. your friend in there. My, dude, Everyone's I was feeling getting, each other out. Yeah, I was getting, my name was getting thrown around a ton in the first three weeks. Absolutely. Or first four it's, weeks, it's and then those people had to go. And it's it, okay and to be thrown exactly, That Once they go, yeah, yeah, then you're good. And it's okay to be thrown around. Because, you know, everyone's name gets thrown around. My name, if you remember, was getting thrown around in the beginning. It's, it's executing strategies that put you in a position where that person that's throwing your name around goes home. And Correct. so we'll see if Brent gets wind of this, how he does. So, Brent, 
the pressure's on you because we didn't have a ton to say about you last week, but we're giving you pretty yeah. high praises yeah. here now. So Absolutely let's see correct. if you can hold on to that number three spot or even move up. Um, and with that, our number four spot, who, spoiler alert here, I just kind of gave it away, Yep. Aza. I think Aza's playing a great game. She's yeah. someone, again, like Claire, she's in the conversation. She's you know she's speaking. She's in the cookout. She's in this all-girls alliance. She's got connections with multiple players in the house mm-hmm. that are involved with the slaughterhouse. Um, she, I don't know if she's a super fan yet. Somebody could, you know, probably on the live feeds crucify me for this and say, yeah, no, she is a super fan. You just haven't been watching Derek and mm-hmm. you, you would be right if she is mm-hmm. a super fan. Cause I haven't seen it yet. It seems like she's someone who um, knows the game, probably watched it in the hotel right. room. Like we're all required to do, but I don't know how in depth her knowledge of the game is. So it'll be interesting to see her evolve and, and, and become a better player as she continues to pick up the game. But I think she has the intelligence and the social skills to go very deep. Yeah, yeah. And you, she. the good thing about her is what you said earlier also. She's in conversations, but she's not heading the conversations. And usually those people are the ones that put themselves at the forefront of becoming a target quickly. And so yeah. I think she's in a good spot. She's friends with a lot of people. She's got a lot of people that really like her. And nobody's talking about her. And that's a great no. spot to be in early on. Especially early on. Yep. She's not going to get nominated, so it's good. And I think, am I going out on a limb here and saying we kind of have tears with these and, you know, mm-hmm. I would say these top four, we we completely agreed on. Yeah. These top four, like our top tier, like we feel very confident in them. The next, I want to say uh, four, maybe up to number eight. Mm-hmm. These four individuals are playing very well, mm-hmm. but just have like one or two things on them that like make us question yeah. how far are they going to go. But yeah. very good still, but I would call these next four tier two. Yeah. You know, as far as like, uh, you know, where where we see him in the game right now. And and number five starts with Derek F. Yep. And Derek F is somebody that's in the house right now, is very likable, really social, having a good time with a lot of people, in a ton of conversations, has good relationships, has his alliances. So he's doing all the right things. He has the makings of, you know, putting himself in a position to really go far. But the problem with Derek F, and the reason why he's up on the hit list, why we would go after him, is because he is very social. And he's friendly with a lot of people. And that's somebody that, if you can notice it early, is not someone you want too far in the game. Because social, friends with a lot of people, turns to power, can get in people's ear, can convince people, or if they get far enough, can get votes. So, And that's, and that's kind of where we are on Derek because we don't think people are looking at him you know, as like this big threat. Right. But like you just said, his personality, his yeah. ability to blend with everyone – we don't know how the house is going to view people in there and social skills could be something that's a big threat to everyone in the house. And anyone who gets close with everyone may go home early. We don't know yet. It's so yeah. early. There hasn't really been a tone set for this house. First week was kind of all over the place with Frenchie's HOH. We're going to get into it. There was really no yeah. rhyme or reason. Yeah. It was just, who's the biggest, most muscular guy. Yeah. That's who's going essentially. Home. So Derek F has a lot of potential. He definitely has the clutch gene for anyone who doesn't know. His father was Joe Frazier, one of yeah. the best boxers of all time so there's no doubt in my mind that he has something in him yeah that's just a little different than most people because of who his father was but you know where he's going to end up he's very he's playing the back role right now is he going to become someone who's more vocal as the game goes on time will tell yeah so there was a conversation that Derek f was having and he kind of heard that there's an all-girl alliance going i think tiffany tipped him off to it and he said something that i was like okay because you could roll with that one of two ways You could be like, okay, wow, that's messed up. Um, That's really annoying me. I'm going to go run around to everybody. He didn't do it in the sense of like, I feel 
mad that I'm excluded. He goes, okay, now I know who I need to target. If they're if the all girls alliance is going to be looking out for each other, I'm going to make sure I target a girl because if they're going to look out for each other, that means I will be a target. So he's finding who targets are on a game sense, not just like, oh, I'm going to target you because you said this, or I'm going to target you because you didn't include me in this. He's like, okay, I'm going to find which which people I need to target, how it relates to the show, the game of Big Brother, and how he can benefit himself going further. So he's smart. I like Derek, and uh, I think he could be a good player. I do too, and I, I think our next person could be a good player, yeah. Tiffany. Tiffany, Tiffany's someone that Cody and I, out of everybody on this list, she was the one we struggled with the most mm-hmm. because she has the skill set. She but has the social points about it. So, yeah, she has social awareness. She's super smart. She's there for her family, which is a, a motivation that is like no other. I can attest mm-hmm. to that. When you're playing for someone that you love even more than yourself, yep. my one concern with Tiffany. And it's it's super early is that especially on the show, whenever there's a conversation like with the French kisses or, you know, there was a conversation with Travis between Travis, Tiffany, um, I believe it was Brent and uh, maybe not Brent, but Kyland, her team, whatever their team was, Travis, mm-hmm. Kyland, um, who's who else was on that team? It's Travis, Kyland, um, Claire, I have it right here. Claire, Claire, Travis, Kyland, right? Claire, Tiffany. When they're having their conversations, Tiffany was telling Travis what he needed to go upstairs mm-hmm. and say. She was kind of leading the conversation with French Kisses where she was like, oh, yeah, we could do this together. And even Claire was like, no, no, we don't trust them. We don't want to do that. That's mm-hmm. what she was saying in the diary room. So I just I hope that it's kind of the point I made earlier about Claire where she's in the conversations but not leading them, not carrying them. I feel like Tiffany might be carrying the conversation a little too much right now mm-hmm. and eventually she could be viewed as an you know a top player yeah which could could end up her on the block and it'll be interesting to see if she does go on the block or if her name is thrown out how she reacts to right. that that's when you can really tell uh you know how far someone can go right. in the game and the thing about talking a lot and being the head of those conversations you almost get like you get comfortable doing it and that's not a good thing because then all of a sudden you may feel comfortable enough to be telling an hoh what they need to be doing and some HOHs take that very poorly and are like, why, why is she like pressing the envelope on me about this? And it could rub people the wrong way, which could then result her being targeted by certain people. So, you, But she has the skills. Yeah, she has the skills. And um, the thing that I do like is she is aware in the game. Like I like she – because she's got that mom, that mom sense. Like moms just have yes, this sense. That when, intuition. That intuition. She's, like you said, she's, she's raising a young man. He's not like a baby. And so she's seen when somebody's like BSing a little bit because we all did it when we were younger. And so yep. she has that like Still mom sense. You know what I mean? And in the Big yeah. Brother, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. No, it is. It is. Hit us with number seven. Number seven, we have. Hold on. Yeah, I got to make sure. Listen. I got to make sure. No, I got to make sure that I can un, un, uh, uncensor it. Kyland. Our boy. Kylan. Our birthday boy, Kylan. Birthday boy. Happy birthday, Kylan. Uh, we have Kylan coming in at number seven again. Somebody that is really loved. When he went on the block this week, it was like a resounding, Kylan's going nowhere. He ain't going home. It's Kylan's going yeah. nowhere. And yes. everyone loves him. That's good. Like, you would think, like, oh, he's on the block. That's a bad thing. But I always say this about, and it was something that, that really was instilled in me when we were playing 16. It was numbers. The game is about numbers. And Kylan, we just learned, has a lot of numbers. And a lot of people that are willing to be like, they like him. right away, I'm not, I'm not voting him out. And so that's a good thing because then it, it starts – people start noticing that. They're like, well, I'm going to put him on the block. I could piss people off, and I won't even get him out, and I'm creating an enemy with him. 
So yeah, no, he 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 could go very far. Uh, everyone likes him. You saw that from the birthday party segment tonight. The reason why he's at number seven and not in the top three or four is for me. There was a conversation with Frenchie where they were having a disagreement, and it was something where again Frenchie's a loose cannon, but mm-hmm. he said something like you know. Um, something, something, something. And Kyle was like, yeah, you also promised me I wasn't going to be on the block. And here I right. am. Like, it was just a little yeah. bit of dissension. You, you got to hold pissed, that stuff it, back. It pre- yeah. You got to hold it back. You just can't be unfiltered in that moment. And it got so heated that like, it was before Kylan the, left was the room. Used. Yes. Kylan, Kylan left yeah. the room. It was like, he got a little, he got a little, um, he got a little loose for a minute there and that's not good. And there's also something, and I don't know exactly what it is. And I know the feed feedsters definitely do. Cause Derek, X was talking about it to Frenchie and Xavier after Kylan left the room. And he was saying that Kylan explained to him that when having conversations, he has something where it takes him a little bit longer to process the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so he pauses when he speaks. Okay. Um, before and I, I haven't caught it yet, but yeah, that's, this is what I Derek mean. X was saving to Frenchie. Um, it was some type of learning thing where he has to okay. take an extra second to process and he doesn't like being cut off when okay. he's pausing. Okay. This is what Derek X was saying. So, I don't know if that's going to play a factor. You definitely want to be quick thinking in there. Um, but overall, I think I think he's winning everyone over with his natural personality. Mm-hmm. We we love Kylan, yeah. and that's what you said earlier. We think he's great. It's just going to be a matter of him getting that, you know, he seems like he's a lovely person, but now he's got to have that cutthroat mentality too, but he's got to be able to compartmentalize it and not voice everything that he right. thinks because – once you say it, you can't take it back. Right. And the reality is, although I don't think Frenchie is a threat to his game, no. if it were someone who was, they're going to remember that you said that, even if you come back and apologize, right. which Kylan did. Yeah. Um, but you got to be careful. Yeah, because it does it. Because in that moment, and there was no telling how it was going to go, and it essentially ended up getting de escalated by, yeah, I think it was it Xavier, which is, again, another one. He's just him and Derek X. He's always there. Um, yeah. And, and, but, but Kylan, it's like, you want to keep those to yourself for the reason that you just said, people don't forget stuff. And so you take those and then you remember it, go, okay. Remember you, he did promise me safety and maybe that gets dropped to somebody else where you don't have to be the one to target him, but you could get somebody else to do it. Granted, he now is the HOH, so he could do it himself, but he's got, this is going to be interesting to see how he does this. I was, that was the one thing that. In 16, remember, I was really, because I was young, I was really like hot-tempered on situations that that I, I didn't like what happened or I didn't like it, and I really wanted to blow up, and you were like, dude, you need to relax, and I had to do that like crazy in the All-Star season, because you don't yeah. want somebody, you want to smile at somebody and make them feel like there's no way I'm going to target you while you're literally getting everybody to rally up to be like, either yeah, I'm going to do it or you're going to do it. And so Absolutely. it's that's why you want to not have those moments, which is why Kylan slipped. But also he's up because he is now the HOH, so he has all the power this week. He's got some opportunities to make some big moves in the game yeah. that could affect him long term. Yep. Rounding out our tier number two at number eight. And again, I got to preface this. These these last three that we've just talked about. So, you know, these last four, Derek F., Tiffany, Kylan. And this next person, they could be kind of in different spots mm-hmm. depending on what you value. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to qualify by saying tears. But our next person who we feel very good about is Hannah. Yeah, Hannah's Hannah's a really good player. She is another person that is having those good uh, conversations. She's not everything is game with her. There's personal conversations that she's having. She's connecting with people, and that's very important in this early stage. That was what was so crucial when I'm playing. That's what I want to. I put an emphasis on. I want to be more personal. I want to like have you. 
I want to break down the walls, not because you fear me or you think you need to work with me, but because you actually genuinely like me. And she's having a lot of those conversations, but she also is definitely a shark in the house. She's, she's a shark in this game. She knows the game. And so she's got a good intuition. Yeah. She's got a good intuition and, and it's still the first week. So she may move up this list because there may be stuff that we see moving forward that kind of bumps her up, but she just has She could absolutely, you know, she could have easily been number five tonight and I would have had no issue with it. Totally. Easily. Cause it's so vague right now. You could, we could have put her at number five and I would feel completely fine with that. She's got a lot of, a lot of skills. She's got good intuition. She called out Frenchie's bull tonight. Mm -hmm. She said it in the diary room. So Mm -hmm. we're just going to see how she evolves, how she develops. Again, she's someone where she might be someone who watched a few seasons. I don't know if she's a super fan um, but she has potential and, and, and we're looking forward to seeing what she's doing. So that's, that's essentially our, our half of the list. That's number eight. So we have, we have seven more to go mm-hmm. and this side of the list, we're going to go a little faster. Yep. You know, they're not going to get as much shine. Yep. If they want to get more shine, they got to be in the top eight. Yep. Cause that's really what we're talking about, but yep. we'll go over them quick again. I would say this next person, and I don't know how you feel about it. We didn't discuss this prior. So we have tier one, which is one through four. And this is kind of just how it's working out. Tier two is five through eight. I would put this next player in their own tier at tier yeah. three. Because yes. they're, again, someone who's a little... He's been in the mix. We don't know yet. So throw throw it at him. Who's, is, our, who's our number nine spot? This is somebody that was getting a lot of FaceTime this week because he was yes. at the forefront of stuff. This is Derek X. So yes. he was in a lot of conversations almost in a negative way. But he was still playing the game. He was He was trying to play the game. But his name was coming up way too much in week one. Whether it was, and I, I didn't like how we immediately threw Travis under the bus, which at the time seemed like it was supposed to be an ally of his. He just immediately caved under pressure when Frenchie pressed him, pressed him, and gave up a name. And you never do that. Like yeah. I would have never, in a moment of being pressed by somebody, because Devin got a little brisk. I remember the conversation that we were having in the HOH room. I kind of like said, like had had words with Devin. And if he ever like pressed me about people that he thought oh, you're working with, I would have never mentioned your name, not on my dying day in the Big Brother house. Yeah, so you don't. And do he did. That. He rolled. He yeah, rolled quick. You don't want to do that because you may save yourself, but it's a short sided play because your power is in your numbers, and you just made an ally go home. And to yeah. prove stuff to somebody that you're probably on the bottom of his totem pole. So why do yeah, you need to prove anything? You're definitely on the bottom of so yeah. So no, he he's. Couple missteps, but he also showed he could win competitions under pressure, which right. is an attribute that is huge in this game. Because regardless of how bad you are at the game, if you're getting thrown on the block and you can win the vetoes, then you're going to stick around for a while because it's hard to get someone out if they keep winning vetoes or they keep winning HOH. So he's got that. potential. He's got potential. I don't think he's a super fan. I think he's someone that is going to be a slow starter, but slowly as the game progresses, gets really good. Perfect example mm-hmm. of that is Paul Ibrahimian. Yeah. You know, he's someone who never yeah. watched the game before. Yeah. He's one of the better players to ever play, but he learned the game as he was going. Yeah. He went from being someone who didn't know the game to by the end, he had a really yeah. good hold on. And on it, 18, you know? he was con- he was like on the block and getting targeted and in a lot of conversations. And then next thing you know, you're sitting in the final two with a That's good it. chance to so, win. He was getting votes. So someone who probably never watched the show beforehand. He so he's, he's a good example. Okay. So that's number nine. The next four, and we talked about this, the next four are our tier four. So this is going to be 10 through 13. And the reason we put them in tier four is because in our opinion, at this point, these are kind of your floaters. They're not, 
They're not doing anything amazing, but they're also not doing anything to hurt their game. And when we say the word floater, it's not a negative. Uh, it's not a negative kind of. It's not a negative association. Mm-hmm. This is not a bad place to be yeah. in this early in the game. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's the week one. It's week one. It's week one, and so they might not just not be getting a lot of TV time. Maybe I'm not watching enough feeds. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, these four people are kind of like tier two, where they're kind they're interchangeable yeah. for us yeah. in a lot of totally. ways. So you, you can put them in any. All up? You want me to just put them all up? Yeah, you know what? We'll go through them quick. Yeah. We'll hit. We'll, I'll do quick rounds. I'll fire them at you. We'll give a quick point and we'll go. Okay. So first up is Brittany. Brittany, uh, I, I like. You know, she she's just kind of there. I, there's not really much to say. She, sh- there's things that I think I think she may end up stepping up and being a person that talks a lot, but uh, she's not doing anything right now. And that's because in a chaotic week that was just going on right now, it's good to just kind of sit back and let chaos happen because you're not bringing yourself to the forefront. So the only problem with this tier of people is they could be an easy nominee because they're not somebody that's really locked in tight with a group. They're not somebody that's really being, you know, been like in a lot of conversations, maybe not a lot really like personal with a lot of people. So that's why we have them in this tier because I could see Brittany Brittany getting nominated just because it's like, well, I haven't had a lot of conversation with you. Or you're just a pawn uh, and I'm trying to feel out the week to see what who I even want to target. So Yeah, absolutely. So next up, next up we got, next up we got Sarah. Yep, Sarah. Another one. Sarah's tough because, you know, Sarah has showed signs of like potential, like a lot of potential. She had, you know, she's got some good, uh, you know, she's very smart. Her job. What's her job again? I know she said she's a voice actress, um, but she's not. The thing, uh, the thing I'm she, thinking is she's Dexter. In a sm- is what, whatever Dexter was doing. Oh, forensic. forensic uh, uh, she's in forensics. Yes, forensic scientist. So she's very smart. Um, she seems like she knows the game. Um, she could be someone by next week who we're like, oh, she's a number four or five. Yeah. You know, she. We, I just don't know enough about her yet. I don't feel like I got a good gauge on her. She does seem like she's talking to a lot of people, but then she's also someone who's kind of reserved. She's not making any moves. Um, and she doesn't seem like she's involved in every conversation. Is she in the slaughterhouse? No, she's not. No, she is not in the slaughterhouse. Yeah. So that's another thing that could hurt. Cause again, when that bigger alliance, if they stick together, they're going to need people to yeah. put up. And that's where people like Brittany, yeah. Sarah, and our next person who you're about to mention could get, uh, could get put up. Even though I believe this next person is in the slaughterhouse. Yes, is in the slaughterhouse. Okay. But then again, we just saw the slaughterhouse was created. Two of the slaughterhouse members were nominated by one of them, and this was the target of a slaughterhouse <laughs> member. So that created True. the slaughterhouse. So valid. Point. Who knows? But we have Christian coming in, and Christian is somebody. He won the competition. He was real. It was it was good. Not a lot of it, only three people competed. But Christian's also was getting targeted. Was viewed as in a showman with Alyssa. Now is is could be just an easy nominee. And that's why we yeah. have him lower on the list. Not to say Christian isn't a good player, but just he seems like somebody that could easily be nominated. And that's not a good position. Easily nominated. Not and my position. other thing is his motivation. Yeah. You know, I don't I feel like he's there to have fun, mm-hmm. to flirt, mm-hmm. to get some TV time. And I don't think he's really concerned about winning. I don't yeah. think it means everything to him. When yeah. I was there, it was win or or nothing. But let me tell it you it wasn't worth it. You're hundred percent right, because my first time that's why, like I say, it all, getting to the final two was a win for me. That, yeah. well, that's the difference between how you played and then the second time I played, it was that. It was not. Yes. It, was, it was a job. This wasn't I was going. Yes. I was not going to have fun. I was not going for TV time. And I think Christian is kind of – because we were the same age. I was young. I was 22. We're very similar in age in, in his sense when he played in my first time. And I can connect with that. And I think it's a good point because it's different. It's like you, you made this analogy when we were talking about the UFC fight. It's like put two dogs in, in a pen, uh, put two dogs in a pen, and the dog that hasn't eaten for a month 
is going to get that piece of meat if you throw it in over the dog that's been eating filet mignon three nights a week. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about Conor McGregor you know? and being a billionaire and yeah. how he doesn't have that drive anymore. And, and the thing about Christian is he's – He's got them. He's changing his hair. He's yeah. doing all this goofy stuff. And, you know, for me, like, I changed my appearance. I was doing goofy stuff, too, but what it was purpose. all to just build relationships. What a purpose. A big purpose. Yeah, it was all just to, I like, feel segment. more. That was badass. Yeah, I mean, you guys were so much younger. I was trying to, like, be more like you guys. So there was a reason where I think this is just who Christian is. Yeah. That could end up benefiting him. But I think while he's play- being goofy and putting his hair in buns and stuff, which is, it is. It's fun, mm-hmm. and he's a cool kid. The game could pass him by. Pass him and by, by the time right. you realize he's playing... These alliances are already solidified, and, so and then, like you said, he target. becomes someone who can go. Correct. Next, we That's have Whitney. I think yes. Whit- so. Whitney, I will say, she's in the Slaughterhouse Alliance, which again, yes. I think the Slaughterhouse Alliance is on the verge. That one is going to get blown up, similar to what for those of you that have been watching. I mean, it's like a lot of alliances happen. I don't want to just bring up the Bomb Squad, but you know, a lot of people have been mentioning that how it's like kind of similar. Yeah. But she's in yeah. that one. She's also in another alliance. Um, Oh, she's not. So yeah, that's the only one. So that's not, that's not great. All because again, somebody... she's more of a number though than the main part of the alliance. Yeah, you know, because they want to kind of have like the majority of the house. Which because when when we talk about Big Brother, numbers are very important. But you know, she's somebody that I think is in a similar situation as Christian. But I will give her the edge because she's playing in there. She's a mother, so she's playing for her kids. So it may turn out for her quicker. Before yeah, it and we have her below Christian, but it's like you just said. You could interchange all four yes, of these guys in these here, and I would have no problem with it. We just kind of we went with our gut and we went with who we think because Christian does have an ability to win comps. He's already shown that. Yep. Where I think he's probably a better competitor at this point. We only have a couple competitions to go did off win of. Win that first that first HOH. So I'll give her that as well. That's a good point. I'll That's give her a that good as point. Well. She won the HOH, and that was a mental comp. Yeah. But this is this is these tiers again, guys. And I don't want anybody listen any family members or friends of the people that are on the show. This is strictly game. This is nothing personal, and they could change it very well in a week because a lot of people start to earn their stripes three, four weeks in, and then they start getting a lot of that. They start getting a lot of that play because they've now gotten they've gotten their feet wet and they're in the house and they're really playing. Yep. So, and and I think that's a great point to bring up before we get to our final two because it is yes. our final two. We do know that they're going to be family and friends. We know Kylan's family was already watching this. They yeah. put, reposted it, and we appreciated that. By the way. We are going to be very conscientious and very cognizant about how we critique these players because we've been there and it's really easy to hop on the, the you know, the, whatever, you know, popular yes. and like talk bad about these people and talk about their who they are as individuals when, you know, they haven't played and they know mm-hmm. how hard it is. And then there's even alumni who do it. And yeah. it's, that's a tough thing to do. We are not call us pansies, call us whatever you yeah. want. We're not going to do that. And if these so we comments, want this to be clean. Yeah. If the, those comments come up, they will be taken down because we don't want, yes. I don't want to see people bashing anybody that's in this house because nobody understands the stress and the level that you are dealing with in this house. And to have that, I don't want anybody's family that sees this that may, you know, come along to see any negativity. So leave it off or it's, and we're going to get rid of it anyways. We're going to take care of it. And any anything we're saying right now, we would say to them, yes, it's constructive criticism. We would say to them, so anything, because that's the other thing too. A lot of people, what they say online, they wouldn't say it to these people's faces. Mm-hmm. So anything we, we feel confident with saying, so we want this to be a place where you guys can come and enjoy, but also if friends and family want to check out mm-hmm. something where we're being unbiased, we're being, you know, objective. This is just our opinions, mm-hmm. of course. Correct. But if they want to come here, they're not going to hear their loved one or friend get you know just just really beaten down however if we end up having someone in the house who just does something where 
maybe essentially punch a baby or say yeah. something that's really off-putting. Yeah. We're going to call them out on that too, but only if the, if it warrants it. We're yeah. not going to make someone feel bad because they may not be good at a, at a reality TV show at a game. So Which this game is with difficult. That being said, difficult. Yeah, this game we is difficult. It is difficult. So, you know, we understand that. We've both played. We understand that we're very fortunate, but we also know there's some really good people that we've had the opportunity mm-hmm. to meet who didn't do well in the game, and it's no reflection on who they are as people Correct. in the real world. Correct. It's a completely different thing. So why don't you hit us with number 14? Number 14, we have Alyssa. And the reason yes. why we hit Alyssa here is because we feel like Alyssa is going can become that person that just gets put up. It's not yep. going to be targeted, not going to be targeted, but it's like, oh, you've been on the block a couple of times, which this is a really tough, it's demoralizing, and it's a very difficult spot to be in. But just from what we're seeing right now, that could be what she turns into. It could be what yep. she turns and- into. And that's how people are starting to view her. Alyssa's definitely not a super fan. Mm-hmm. You already had Travis go up to Frenchie and make the pitch that, like, what's Alyssa yes. going to do for you if she stays? Yeah, mention and that. That's a really good point. He mentioned that. And so they're all kind of viewing her as a weaker player. And that is a big deal because early in the game, nobody wants to draw first blood. So when you're HOH, you really don't want to put someone on the block who's never been on the block because you know if they win HOH, right. more than likely they're going to nominate the person who nominated them. Correct. Right. So when you have someone like an Alyssa where you can say, hey, I'm going to nominate her because Cody already nominated her last week. So she could still come after me. But if she's been on the block two or three weeks in a row by Mm -hmm. different Mm HOHs, she's going to have to pick her poison. She can't put us all on the block. So it just creates a little bit more of a dilution, you know, where now that her, her, you know, her opinion of you is diluted because other people have wronged her as well. Mm -hmm. So we she could be in a situation where we see her as the kind of the automatic pawn right. going forward. If people don't feel she's got the skill set to win an HOH mm-hmm. and retaliate. And also I want to mention that some of these alliances, like we have the French kisses, we have, we have, you know, the cookout, the slaughterhouse she was in, but was nominated by the person that created it. So there's a lot of alliances also like sub alliances that weren't shown on the show that her name isn't really included in that we think are at the top of our list, which is also why we have her here. Cause if she's not in those alliances, she could be the one that they end up just putting up as a pawn while they go after their real targets. So, right. Is she even in, this is, I don't know. Like, I know there's a talk about an all girls alliance. Has she been included in those conversations? That, that's even? what I don't know. I, I, I would have to take a really deeper dive and, and you guys can let us know if you see that. But I, I just, if she is, she's not at the top of the list. Yeah, I, I just feel like she's not in a position where she's going to be heavily no. protected or, you know, unless she starts, you know what? She could win a competition, could win an HOH, and that could do it. Or she could win a veto, and it still maybe will, you know, it'll allow them to do the backdoor plan, and then they'll be able to be like, hey, see, this is perfect. This is what I wanted. And then she'll just end up on the block again. But absolutely. We'll and rounding and up so the last with spot. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone knows who this is going to our boy Frenchie, HOH, just coming off an HOH. And this guy's is a perfect example of why. I told Cody not to win the first yeah. HOH when he went back on All-Stars, and he decided to tell me to go pound sand yeah. and did anyways, which I'm glad he did. Yeah. But this is what can happen exactly when you're in charge of nominating people that you just met. Yep. And when, when, when you go into it with a preconceived notion, one, without meeting people, and you go ahead and promise a ton of people the world. And yep. it's a lot of things that you see. We have seen this season in and season out of Big Brother. That first HOH, it's like confidence on steroids. 
and you want it. You just came out of sequestered. You want to be the greatest player, like some of the and Frenchie's a Frenchie's a super fan. Like some of yep. his favorites that he's seen. He's mentioned Derek. He's mentioned Dan. Like he wants to be these guys. But the thing is, is Derek's and Dan's they weren't that in week one. They they yeah. planted themselves in positions, and you you were never like overly forcing uh, alliances. You were just included in them, and then were trusted enough to get people's ears. And what Frenchie's doing a lot in week one that I didn't like was creating the alliances. And yeah. like yeah. I'm the forefront of it. So it's it's not a good you don't want to be that's what I said going into all stars. I was like, I want to be in an every I want to be in every alliance, but I ain't making one. So when when I was talking to Memphis about one, he was like, Yo, these are the people. I was like, Okay, good. You talk to so and so, have them talk to me, and then they'll talk to them. I was like, I don't want to talk to a single person about an alliance because I want to just always be able to say Oh, well, it came to me. Was I supposed to say no? Like, what do I got to tell you? Like, it's just, it's just another thing. Like I'll target him next week, you know? So Mm -hmm. I don't, you never want to be that person that's really overly seeking all these alliances and like forming them because you're the person that's the head of the snake. What you said, you don't want to be the head of the snake. And right now it looks like that's what Frenchie is to a lot of people. And he's just not good on his word. I'll leave you guys with this on Frenchie in the game of big brother. Word is your credit and credit can buy trust. But if you overuse that word, you expend your credit and the trust goes away. And that's what's happening. He's made these promises to people. He's using up that credit. And ultimately, people are not trusting him when he tells them something. And his word, when he asks about an alliance or a final two, it doesn't hold as much weight anymore because mm-hmm. he's already been proven to be erratic and not trustworthy. And we're going to get into it more. I'm sure it's going to be on this week's episode. But even tonight during the live eviction, Julie brought up that right before the live show, mm-hmm. Travis was calling Frenchie out for making promises mm-hmm. that he didn't keep. And you might say, well, that's not that important. Travis isn't there anymore. But don't forget, everyone that Travis was saying that to, also some of them, many of them have deals with Frenchie. Mm-hmm. Brent has a final two. Mm-hmm. Derek F. has a final two. Yep. He's made alliances with the girls, the slaughterhouse. So now all those people might not say anything, but they're going, wow, I can't say this out loud. But what Travis is saying, he did exactly to me. So I know he's telling the truth. Yep. I'm going to put that little note yep. in my pocket. And Frenchie's losing credibility. So right. Frenchie took a, had a bad week this week. Not saying he can't recover from but it. You can. But correct. You always but can. But you can. Although I will say this, and I may be wrong in the statistic. I think you were the first person to ever win the first HOH and win Big Brother, right? No. Uh, Mickey Has did it on 21. Who did Mickey. it? Mickey. Okay, well, then I'm just completely wrong. You did it right the season before. But I don't think it's been done often. Yeah. I don't think it's been done often, and For it's not reason. something that you... Because this happens. Historically. This happens a lot. Yeah, it's not in his, easy. In Frenchie's defense, mm-hmm. no, in, in Frenchie's defense, trying to pick people that you can trust in day 70, day 80, when and, you know, who you're going to put on the block now, on day two or four or three, that's, that's, that's tough. And that's why, in most cases, you were in a little different spot. Mm-hmm. You were on All-Stars. You knew these people yeah. for the most yeah. part. So, you know... That helped you. Yeah. That definitely helped you because you didn't need a week everybody. to learn who yeah. they were. We're familiar. I've yeah. seen their seasons. I've seen because uh, I got we we were both fans of the show, so I wasn't completely yeah. oblivious to people. But in week and one, and there were people no brainer that you weren't going to put yeah. up. You weren't going to put up like a Nicole Franzel from Correct. our season sixteen. Correct. You knew, you knew who she was. Correct. You played a hundred days with her. Correct. No way she's going on the block. And, you know. And the other thing was is week one. I never formed and smashed down a name and said stamp it. This is the alliance. And, and that that was not created in week one. No, it's so fast Frenchie, to do it. It's Fren- quick to do it, and this is what you see happening, and and you see how it blows up. 
And Frenchie, he got paranoid and it got the best of him and he had a really bad week. But depending on what happens this week, it, you know, he could be able to kind of go back into the shadows. Who knows? You're a big target one week and then something happens in the house. There's a blow up, an argument. Yep. And all of a sudden, if he decides, which I don't think he's capable of yet. He hasn't shown yet, but capable of being quiet mm-hmm. and just letting other yes. people step on their own toes. I don't know if he has that in Pe- him. He can't. Yeah. He doesn't shut people up. People tend to put he's, their he's foot constantly in their mouth. run his mouth. Yeah. And, but he's constantly doing somebody that. Somebody else could do it and they could put their foot in their mouth and then he could be he could be coming off smelling needs to. like roses. He needs to go back in the he needs to take this week to just do nothing. Let the nominations play out. If he's on the block, he's got to try to get himself off. But don't overreact. Don't try to prevent something before it happens. But I want to leave you with the last thought here. On that note, we have Kylan as HOH. Mm-hmm. What are your predictions for the week? We will be back for the live eviction on Thursday. We'll record it. It'll come out Friday. But tell me, how do you see this week playing out? Oh, this is a very... So I could see now... So we have Kylan's team is Tiffany and Claire. Obviously, they're safe. That's so right. They're not on the table. They're safe. Um, That's right. We have Kylan in the cookout, which is Xavier, which is cookout is Aza, Derek F, Xavier, Tiffany. Tiffany. So most likely, we're going to take them off the table. So... It, it it really depends. I could see easily maybe not going after Frenchie immediately, but him being a backdoor option because I think some people are already talking about it. Like Tiffany talks about, it. I think Tiffany has Kylan's ear pretty well, and I think she's already been mentioning like this guy Frenchie is. It's a lot. He's got to go, and so don't forget Derek X ain't going on the block yeah. either. So Derek just X, the veto Derek X just saved him. Correct. Great point. And so now you start looking at who's left. You got Xavier. Yeah. Frenchie, Alyssa, Whitney, and then you have a lot of the people that we called for this mm-hmm. week. No no disrespect to kind of the floaters mm-hmm. of the group. It could be any of them. That go up early, and then a backdoor plan could happen. Because yeah. this, I see I see Alyssa going on the block again at some point, if I'm being honest. I don't think he's he's too – so my thing about Alyssa, he's way too nice of a guy. I don't think he would do – I don't think his heart could do it after she Two was weeks nominated. in a row? I think he is that yeah, guy. Yeah, that's true. I don't true. know that he would do that's that. That's true. First. And he's not a, hu- he's not a huge – I mean, I know he's a Big Brother mm-hmm. fan – I don't know if he's a super fan where he's watched all the seasons, but again, for the reason I just said, you know, diluting, you know, the blood on your right. hands, it would be a good reason to put her up. But you're you're right; his heart might be bigger than the game yeah. at this point. So maybe he he goes with someone new, and I I do agree with you. I think in the back of his mind, he would love he would have no problem seeing Frenchie go Correct. home this week. Correct, because Frenchie has broke his word. He had that like situation they had that disagreement, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I am. I am really excited to get back here, guys, next week and see how week two played out. Absolutely. So we appreciate you guys coming in, checking out the Winner's Circle. The numbers were great last week, even better than we expected. If you like this video and you're on YouTube, please please like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. That's the only way you're going to be notified when the new episode gets released. It comes out on, it'll most likely come out on Saturdays. And you definitely want to hit the notification because we do have a little bit of an announcement right now. We're really pumped about it. Uh, CBS was nice enough to add us to the uh, media list. So we will be interviewing at least all the pre-jurors tomorrow. So we're going to interview each, each house guest as they get evicted the day after. We have a steady time slot every week. And for that, we're immediately, once we finish recording it, we're going to put it on audio and we're going to put it on YouTube. Uh So by tomorrow afternoon, the interview with the first evicted house guest, Travis, will be up. So we want to thank CBS. We want to thank Big Brother for being willing to add the winner's circle to that list because we know it's short. And we're going to do our best to get the content out to you guys. And uh, again, we really do appreciate the support. Any final words, Coach? Yeah, guys, if, if you guys are liking what you hear, 
please give us a five star rating on whatever podcast platform you listen yeah, to. Absolutely, and, and share with your friends, guys. This is this is a fun fun forum that I think Derek and I are really trying to you know extend and and try to try to have some fun here with all you guys. So comment, let us know what you guys think. Let us know some stuff you guys want to touch us touch on, and also feel free to disagree and let us know what your opinions are. You see the hit list; it's right here. If you guys don't agree and you think there are other people that are in a better positions. Let us know and give us your reason. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Could could influence our decision. You heard the man. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining the Winner Circle. We'll see you Friday.